This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I cannot express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs has been in practice for 37 years as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour. The best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids. And now here's your host, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Hello, everyone. I am sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and here in our studios at Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City, where we host our show. I'm here every week and we talk about the mental side of sports on this show and I am excited to do the show with you today as we do every week. Our show is now syndicated in a number of cities around the country and we talk about mindsets on this show. We talk about attitude. We talk about sports psychology. I've been in practice for 38 years and began last week my 28th consecutive year on radio here in the Kansas City area and as I said now we're on several cities around the country and I look forward to doing this show and talking with you each week about sports psychology, about your attitude, your mindset, your focus, sportsmanship. You know, each week I try to bring up a topic that'll be pertinent to what's going on in the world of sports. And obviously here in the middle of winter, there's so many fun things going on with the NCAA basketball season going on, the NFL playoffs, you've got the NBA, you've got the NHL. You have so many different sporting activities going on. And being that the show is based in Kansas City, we'll talk a little bit about the Kansas City Chiefs and the situation going on with them as they will be playing in the AFC Championship game in Kansas City for the first time in the Chiefs' history. I know this city, Kansas City, is very, very excited about what's going on with this team. They have the potential MVP and Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback. There's a lot of excitement about the Chiefs. Well, there's a lot of excitement in New Orleans about the Saints, a lot of excitement in L.A. about the Rams. The Patriots, there's excitement in a lot of cities about their teams. Obviously, talent plays a huge role. Skills and ability play a huge role in accomplishing your goals. But how much of a role does the mental part play? That's what I want to get into today and talk about that. You know, I've been privileged to work with athletes in sports at all levels. Professional, Olympic, collegiate, high school, amateur, weekend warriors, kids. I talk with parents. I talk with referees, in addition to athletes and coaches. And throughout my 38 years of work, one of the things I've become more and more convinced of is the quote my great uncle taught me back in the 1970s. My grand-uncle, Hurst Jacobs, was the winningest trainer in horse racing history when he died in 1970. And he won 3,596 races. Winningest trainer in horse racing history. But he lost a lot more. Almost six times as more races that he lost and he won. He told me this quote, Sports is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part, but no one knows what will happen. 
And my cousin, his son Tommy, repeated that quote for me years ago, and it's been something that's stuck in my mind forever. Sports is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part, but no one knows what will happen. Throughout my career, I've witnessed and experienced many great things. Working with the USA cycling team in the 80s, watching the team win nine, excuse me, eight, nine medals in the 84 Olympics, first medals in 72 years. Watched collegiate athletes win championships, professional athletes win championships. I've been privileged to work with many great people. But I always like to say that you can have two athletes or teams who are physically the same, but the one with the stronger mind will come out on top. What is a stronger mind? What is a stronger mindset? It's the belief in yourself that no matter what happens, you keep going on, you stay focused on the task, and you do something that my good friend and co-author of my book, Pete Malone, told me years ago, trust the process. Trust the process. Believe in what you're doing. You know, the word doubt comes into play a lot. What is doubt? Questioning whether you can do it. Questioning whether you're capable of doing it. Questioning whether you can do it. Why do people have doubt? Because of failures, because of negativity, because of things going wrong. Well, the Chiefs have never hosted an AFC championship game in Kansas City in the entire history of the team. I know for a fact because I've been going to the game since the first game they ever played in 1963. I've been to a lot of these games. I've missed very few. They've never hosted a game in Kansas City as they will in the AFC Championship game this year. Obviously, they've got some talented players. They've got a great coach. But mindset plays a role. And every other team that's going to be playing in their championships has a great mindset. How do you get that? One of the ways you get that is by overcoming adversity, dealing with pressure, dealing with stress, and not letting it get to you. Finding a way to confront it, finding a way to attack it, finding a way to deal with it. And that's what I want to get into today. So I want to hear from you if you're a coach. How do you get your team to believe in the process, to believe in themselves, to have that confidence, to know they can do it no matter what, to eliminate self-doubt, to eliminate negativity, and to not give in to the past. One of the things about the Kansas City Chiefs is they had lost to the Indianapolis Colts four times. And in Kansas City in the week before the game, all you heard was the Chiefs have lost, the Chiefs have lost, the Chiefs have lost. They can't beat them. Well, a new team doesn't focus on the past. They focus on what's in front of them. And I think if you take any sports team that succeeds and accomplishes their goals, you will hear the athletes and the coaches talk about the importance of mindset, the importance of focus, and the importance of belief. So if you're a coach, 
how do you get your athletes, how do you get your team, how do you get your players, and how do you get yourself to believe in what you're doing and eliminate that self-doubt? I want to open up our phone lines. I want to hear from you. If you're a coach, if you're an athlete, you're a fan, how do you believe in the process? How do you believe in yourself? How do you get that confidence to overcome negativity and not let the past overcome you? I want to hear from you if you're a coach. I want to hear from you if you're an athlete. I want to hear from you if you're a fan. How do you get that belief developed? How do you get your team, your teammates, your players, your coaches to believe in what you're doing to the point that you can eliminate self-doubt? Self-doubt, thinking about the past, worrying about negativity, is one of the keys to accomplishing your goals. I want to hear from you if you're a coach. I want to hear from you if you're an athlete. I want to hear from you if you're a fan. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every week, and we talk about sports psychology on this show. It's our 28th year in radio here in Kansas City, and our shows around the country now. And I'd like to hear from you if you're a coach, if you're an athlete, if you're a fan. How do you believe in yourself? How do you eliminate self-doubt? I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Are you an athlete, competitor, or ordinary individual who wants to learn how to relax, build confidence, and think more positively? Then the 20 Minutes to Success series of digital downloads and audio CDs from sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs are perfect for you. 20 Minutes to Success will teach you techniques to help you succeed. Dr. Jacobs covers topics like deep breathing for better focus, confidence building, and positive visualization. The 20 Minutes to Success series includes programs for individual sports like swimming, running, tennis, and baseball. You can also target overall athletic performance or relaxation. For more information and to get 20 minutes to success on digital download or CD, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time, to get 20 minutes to success, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. The world of youth sports has grown tremendously in the last few years, and with that growth comes questions. What's the right age to let my child start playing? When should winning and losing become important? And how can the youth sports experience be fun? These questions and many more are addressed head-on in sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs' book, Just Let Him Play, guiding parents, coaches, and athletes through youth sports. Written with Major League Baseball pitcher Jeff Montgomery and Hall of Fame swimming coach Peter Malone, Just Let Him Play tackles the issues that make youth sports increasingly difficult for parents, coaches, officials, and especially kids. Just Let Him Play explains the importance of winning and losing, success and failure, and why it's okay when not every athlete gets a trophy. For more information and to get your copy of Just Let Him Play, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time, for your copy of Just Let Him Play, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were, we were small, just a few of us, but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. 
It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans. But in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now, before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't gave a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Hello again, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour, and live from our studios at Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every week. Our show is now broadcast around the country in several cities, as I've mentioned, and it's my 28th year of radio here in the Kansas City area, and look forward to doing this show every week with you as we talk about sports psychology. I've been in practice since 1981 as a sports psychologist and have the had the privilege to work with athletes at all levels of competition. And today's topic is this, mindsets. How important is an athlete or a team's mindset when it comes to competition? How important is it in terms of overcoming adversity, overcoming negativity, overcoming the past? Too often you hear a team has lost to another team repeatedly. You can't beat them. Well, those are teams from the past. It's a new team. It's a new situation with new players. As I mentioned, the Kansas City Chiefs will be playing in the AFC Championship game in Kansas City for the first time in the team's history. They got there by beating the Indianapolis Colts in the divisional round, a team that they had lost to four times in the playoffs. Several years ago, the Chiefs were up by 28 points in the second half and lost in Indianapolis. In Kansas City, this is a topic talked about all week prior to the game. People were talking about the past, the past, the past. After listening to the players after the team won and the coaches, that didn't matter to them. Because those were other teams, those were other people. Yeah, there were a few players left on the team 
from the last time they lost to the Colts. But it didn't matter. Because this is a new team with a new situation. They believed in what they were doing and where they were at. So I want to open up our phone lines. I want to hear from you if you're a coach. How do you get your team to believe in what's going on? To overcome negativity, overcome the past, overcome the things that have gone on before that have held you back. You've had a team you can't beat. You always lose to. How do you finally get over the hump? You've got an athlete who always seems to beat you. What does it take to get you to do that? And I want to hear if you're a coach. How do you get your team to believe enough in what they're doing that they don't worry about the past, they focus on the future? I always like to say you can have two athletes who are physically the same, but the one with the stronger mind will come out on top. What is a stronger mind? I talk so much about the importance of preparation, focus, attitude, and confidence. Preparation is about how you get ready, doing the things you need to do to get ready, being prepared for all the different situations that can come up. Focus is about your ability to concentrate on the task at hand. Attitudes, how you feel about what you're doing, and confidence is the belief in yourself. If you can acquire those four characteristics in your preparation to compete, you will have a greater chance to succeed. But it also involves overcoming the importance of adversity. Understanding what adversity is. And I'm going to read a little excerpt about the mind of a champion. We all know who Billie Jean King is, one of the greatest women's tennis players ever. She said, the mark of a champion is the ability to win when things are not quite right. When you're not playing well and your emotions are not the right ones. And here's how she meant it. She was in the finals at Forest Hills playing Margaret Smith, who was at the peak of her greatness. Billie Jean King had played her more than a dozen times and had only beaten her once. In the first set, she played fabulously. She didn't miss a volley and built a nice lead, and suddenly the set was over and Smith had won it. In the second set, King again built a commanding lead and was serving to win the set. But before she knew it, Smith had won the set and the match. At first, Billie Jean King was perplexed. She'd never built such a commanding lead in such an important match. But then she had this eureka moment, as she called it. All at once, she understood what a champion was. It was someone who could raise their level of play when they needed to. When the match is on the line, they suddenly get around three times tougher. Okay, how do you get tougher? I think that has a lot to do with your preparation and that confidence level. That confidence level you have to develop and believing in yourself, believing in your teammates, believing in what you're doing. All right, let's see if we can get some calls in here and talk about this. I want to hear from you if you're a coach. If your team is playing a big game, a big match, and they've had failure in the past, they've had trouble overcoming adversity, have had trouble overcoming Overcoming that hump, that barrier, that obstacle, that, that ravine, that crevice, that canyon to get to where you want to go. What did you get them to do mentally? See, to me, this is where all the mindsets come in. This is where attitudes, mindsets, focused belief, that confidence comes in. 
So I'd like to hear from you if you're a coach. What do you do to get your team to develop that confidence to get where they want to go? I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every week. We talk about the mental side of sports in the show. Let's see if we can get some calls in here and talk about this. If you're a coach, how do you get your team to develop that belief to overcome that adversity? You're playing a team you've had trouble with in the past. You're better than them. You know you're better than them, but you're not sure your athletes believe it. You're not sure that they can do it. How do you get them to develop that mindset, that game plan to do it? I think a lot of it has to do, as I said earlier, trusting the process, trusting yourself, trusting what you're doing. You can also contact me on Twitter at, at DRJ Sports Psych, at DRJ if you'd like to text me, Twitter me a response. To me, if you look at any competition and you talk to the teams that win, they will talk about this. They will talk about how they believed enough in what they were doing. They didn't worry about the past. They didn't focus on what had happened before. They concentrated on themselves and what they were doing. And that's what gets you where you want to go. Duke just recently beat Florida State for the first time in Tallahassee when they've been ranked number one. They've lost the last three times they've played down there. They sank a last second shot to beat Florida State. Florida State had their number for some reason, but not this time. Why? Because they believed in what they were doing. They believed in enough in themselves to believe in what they're doing. Who'll be playing in the Super Bowl in a few weeks? Will it be the Rams? Will it be the Chiefs? Will it be the Saints, the Patriots? Who'll be playing? You'll hear, I promise you, I almost guarantee you, in that week before the Super Bowl when all the media ask all these questions, the teams, the players, the coaches who'll be there will be talking about the fact that mentally they had that confidence and they know they can do it. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Are you an athlete, competitor, or ordinary individual who wants to learn how to relax, build confidence, and think more positively? Then the 20 Minutes to Success series of digital downloads and audio CDs from sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs are perfect for you. 20 Minutes to Success will teach you techniques to help you succeed. Dr. Jacobs covers topics like deep breathing for better focus, confidence building, and positive visualization. The 20 Minutes to Success series includes programs for individual sports like swimming, running, tennis, and baseball. You can also target overall athletic performance or relaxation. For more information and to get 20 minutes to success on digital download or CD, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time, to get 20 minutes to success, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. There are many sounds in your day-to-day -day life. There are sounds that wake you up. 
Sounds that make you smile. <laughs> Sounds that energize you. And sounds that help you relax. But there are some sounds that can alert you to danger and can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts, now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you information about severe weather events, amber alerts, or other emergencies in your area. With critical information from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know, wherever you are. For more information, visit ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Um, hello, it's me. The designer jeans in your closet. The back of your closet. What am I doing here? Would you keep caviar in the back of your fridge with the ketchup and old milk? Yeah, I don't think so. So, what happened to us? I mean, have you seen my label? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Sure, I never really fit you quite right, and one of my pockets is so small you can't even squeeze your hand into it. But it's all about the look. And I look good. I need to get back out on the scene, so I can be seen. You know, going to fancy parties, getting expensive iced coffees, Sunday fun days, okay? So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Hello again, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour, and I'm here every week as we talk about the mental side of sports on this show. It's my 28th year on radio here in Kansas City, and as I said earlier, our show is now being syndicated in several cities around the country. I'm looking forward to expanding. The number of cities will be on as the year moves ahead. 28 years on radio, and I've talked to a lot of people. This show is about your mind. It's about your attitude. It's about your focus. It's about you. If you want to succeed, obviously you need to be physically talented. You need to understand techniques and fundamentals. You need to have good coaching. But you've got to have the right mindset. And the right mindset to me is about believing that you can do what you want to do 
overcoming adversity, and most importantly, not dwelling on the past. Because the past doesn't matter. I mentioned the Kansas City Chiefs will be playing in the AFC Championship game for the first time in their history in Kansas City. I've been going to Chiefs games since the first game they ever played. I went to the first Super Bowl. I'm a fan of the team. Work with several players. I'm excited about it. Will they win or lose? We'll know when the game's over. They got there by beating the Indianapolis Colts in Arrowhead Stadium after Indianapolis had beaten them four times in a row in the playoffs. All you heard the week up to the game was the media and people talking about what's happened in the past. All I heard the players talk about after the game was that didn't matter. They were focused on what they were doing. They were focused on their locker room. They were focusing on themselves. That's what it takes to succeed. Focus on you and not everything else. I want to hear from you if you're a coach, if you're an athlete, if you're a fan. How do you develop that belief to overcome the adversity when you failed before? Let's go to the phones. Let's see what M.W. has to say. M.W., good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dr. Jacobs. Uh, you know, the past is only good as a reference point. It has nothing to do with the future. The future is now, and I believe that the uh, Chiefs with uh, Mahomes, I believe that this, you know, I hate to say it, but this could be the a Super Bowl in, Ken, in uh, a Super Bowl in wherever it is, Atlanta or something, but but uh, uh, playoff games in Kansas City, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, uh experience and newsworthy thing for Kansas City, Missouri, because uh, we've been at this a long, long time. And I go back with I go back to the actually I went to some Monarchs games because my father really liked baseball, so uh, I go way, way, way back. But uh, I still have followed the, the all the sports scene in the Greater Kansas City area for the whole time they've been here. You know, Kansas City A's and uh, you know all 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 the different entities. You know. I was at Municipal Stadium many, many times. Anyway, I just wanted to talk to you for a bit and uh, tell you that you're still doing a good job, Dr. Jacobs, and uh, I appreciate uh, the references and all the different meetings that we've had over the years and clear back in the last century, and uh, I hope there will be uh, a few more decades to go, brother. And well, you thank you. Let, let, me, let me ask you. You've called the show before. Let me ask you. Now, you, you are, I know, are a big Royals fan. Okay, you've called the show and talked about the Royals before. How do you, let me ask you this question. You were you, you a letter carrier, correct? Yes, at okay. one time. Okay, let me ask you. What's, what's adversity that you've overcome in your life, M.W.? Give us an example of how you've overcome some adversity and moved on from it. Well, I got Raynaud syndrome because I got frostbit feet and frostbit fingertips back in the uh, 70s, and it didn't, it didn't come back and bite me until the, the 90s. But, uh, uh, you know, it's just one of those things you got to learn to deal with. And when your hands and your fingers get really, really chilly and you, and you have to work in uh, sometimes, uh, you know, sub-zero weather when you get up in those, um, you know, parts of the Chiefs uh, games were really, really cold, you know, up in that uh, uh, walking around up there. Man, it was cold. But, you know, you just learn to deal with things and be really, really uncomfortable because, you know, you'll be – much more comfortable when you're home counting your tips. So, does attitude play a huge role in that for you? 
Oh, you have to have a positive. You have to think that you're going to get through or you won't ever get through. You just have to plug away. That's the main thing is to have a real purpose, you know, in what you're doing. But, but you know, you also have a lot of regular customers that you try to take care of the whole time when you get a chance because they're the people that actually make it worth your while to go there to those games. Well, but, let me let me ask this. Does adversity teach you more than success? Oh, I undoubtedly I'm sure that uh, you have you don't if you never have to worry about anything overcoming things then there's really hardly any point because if life's easy street the whole time you don't you need a challenge well listen I want to thank you for calling you've called the show for over the years many times and I appreciate it you've always had good comments and you take care of yourself and stay well and I appreciate your call today thank you dr. Jacobs okay take care that frees up our lines here at nine one three three eight ten eight ten adversity overcoming negativity how do you deal with it what does it take mentally mentally to overcome that hump if you're a coach your team has had trouble beating another team before you coach an individual athlete who's who somebody's got their number they can't beat them what do you do how do you coach them how do you challenge them how do you get them to overcome that negative situation this is a topic that we all have to deal with and I don't care what sport you play. I don't care if you're a coach, if you're an athlete. We all have to deal with this. And it's one of the keys to being successful. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Mitch. Mitch, good morning. It's Dr. Jacobs. How are you? Doc, how are we doing? Great. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for letting me be on the show. Well, I appreciate it. Why don't you tell everybody who you are? My name is Mitch Morse. I am the senator of the Kansas City Chiefs. And... Uh, I, I'm a huge fan and believer in the power of the mind in regards to sport and how, you know, as athletes, we take care of our bodies. And we say, you know, that's such a premium. But the truth of the matter is the, that you got to take care of what's between the ears because that, you know, that really captains the whole ship. And if you don't take care of yourself in, the, uh, in that aspect, you're, you're not going to get your full potential out of yourself. Well, first of all, I want to congratulate you on your big win and leading up to the AFC Championship game. First time in Kansas City history will be here. You've played a big role on this team. You've come back from an injury this year. You've come back and played well. How important is the mindset for you? I mean, you've, you've had to overcome a concussion. That's not easy to do. How have you done that? Yeah, well, I think uh, you know, the first thing is you just said to let your, your body take care of itself. You've you, you got to let yourself heal and, and understand that can't rush yourself back and and then the second part is trusting the fact that when you're ready to go and you have a supporting cast around you whether it's doctors or uh, you know personnel that's here to help the mental aspect of it that uh, you're ready to go back out there and play safely so for me the biggest thing coming back from, from the injury was mentally trusting myself and trusting the fact that uh, I can only control so much, but the, the stuff that I can't control, which is that physically I was ready to get back out there, I, I was ready to go. So uh, for me, the biggest thing was just getting over the anxiety of, you know, the what-ifs. And, and, and the truth of the matter was I, I was not in control of most of this. And you've learned to deal with that and consequently overcame that. Now, now let me ask this question. Your, your team, and now you are not a part of this team, losing four times to the Colts in the, the playoff history. But it's something that was talked about a lot leading up to the game. 
What was the mindset of the team? Are you thinking about that, or you're not? That's not even part of the process. You know, to, to be honest, uh, the great thing about this last week was that we just kind of focused on making it like any other game week, and we definitely understood the vibe of the city, which was you know we had you know, we hadn't won a playoff game at home in a while, and you know, the fans are really thirsty for a, for a win at home in the playoffs. But for us, honestly, we were just focusing on doing our own jobs and not being outside of ourselves, not trying to be superhuman or superheroes. And in the end of the day, it works itself out. You know, as a center for a team, you've got a number of, of roles you've got to play. You, you're looking at all kinds of things going on in the defense. You've got to work with the quarterback. You've got to be in sync. How much of the mental part plays a role with that, Mitch? Oh, I, I think it's a tremendous amount. Uh, and, and that kind of goes throughout uh, understanding what you see on, you know, for each play, uh, what defense can be thrown out at it. Uh, you know, throughout the week, you and the quarterback and the rest of the offensive line have gone through, um, you know, understanding what circumstances could bring out there. So for us, it was a lot of, you know, pre snap awareness. Um, you know, but before the whistle, uh, between the whistle and the ball snapped, understanding what the defense is giving you. And then there's communication, and that was the biggest thing about yesterday. Well, listen, I want to thank you for calling in, Mitch. It's great. Listen, congratulations on your big win. Good luck, and uh, let's see what happens. And thank you so much for calling in today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Doctor. I appreciate you having me on. Okay, take care of yourself. Yes. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. That was Mitch Morse, Center for the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. The world of youth sports has grown tremendously in the last few years, and with that growth comes questions. What's the right age to let my child start playing? When should winning and losing become important? And how can the youth sports experience be fun? These questions and many more are addressed head-on in sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs' book, Just Let Him Play, guiding parents, coaches, and athletes through youth sports. Written with Major League Baseball pitcher Jeff Montgomery and Hall of Fame swimming coach Peter Malone, just Let Him Play tackles the issues that make youth sports increasingly difficult for parents, coaches, officials, and especially kids. Just Let Him Play explains the importance of winning and losing, success and failure, and why it's okay when not every athlete gets a trophy. For more information and to get your copy of Just Let Him Play, go to winnersunlimited.com and click Products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click Products. One more time, for your copy of Just Let Him Play, Go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Excuse me, I know you have a 9 o'clock, so I'll keep this short. 
I'm the business suit in the back of your closet. You wore me nearly every day before your office went, quote, casual. I used to be the CEO of your closet. Now I'm just that one intern no one ever talks to. I always thought you'd circle back with me, get granular, keep me in the pipeline. But nada, nothing. Don't you remember the McKittrick presentation? You spilled coffee on me and I still looked amazing during the breakout talkback Q&A. So I think it's time for me to move on. I've got a great resume and I absolutely crush it in interviews, okay? Let's make this a clean break. Shift the paradigm. The only thing I ask is that you think outside the box here and do this. Take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Hello again, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour, and live from our studios, Sports Radio 10 WHB in Kansas City. I'm on every week. Our show is in a number of cities around the country, syndicated and replayed throughout the week. And I look forward to doing this show with you each week as we talk about the mental part of sports. And, you know, I always like to say you can have two athletes who are physically the same, but the one with the stronger mind will come out on top. We just had Mitch Morse, the center for the Kansas City Chiefs, call in and talk about how important mindset was for him. You know, here's, here's a young man who's playing in the AFC Championship game, and he gets it. He understands what that's about. Let's see what Mark has to say. Mark, good morning. Thanks for holding on. Hey, thanks for taking my call. This, this goes a lot to what Mitch had to say. I have a, a 17-year-old son who uh, tore his meniscus, and I was wanting to know how, um, how he dealt with the fear of whether he was going to be able to um, perform at the same level that he was at before the injury. Um, obviously, there's a lot of confidence that goes into it, but sometimes, you know, injuries happen and you just, your body doesn't, won't let you um, get back to where you were at. Well, I mentioned earlier, Mark, a statement that uh, my good friend Pete Malone, co author of my book, Just Let Him Play with Jeff Montgomery told me years ago, working with his swim team, he, he coached for 40 years, had five gold medals in the Olympics. He told me something once that, trust the process. And trust the process means believing in what you're doing, believing in the people who are around you who are helping you, and allowing yourself to, to move along and eliminate self-doubt, eliminate questions. If you have questions, ask them. I've torn my meniscus twice. I know what it's like to come back from an injury. I had to tore it years ago before scoping was around, so I had to arthrotomy in my right knee done that took six months to come back and you know when you get injured and I've worked with dozens and dozens and dozens of athletes who've gotten injured who've gotten hurt and they've had to overcome all kinds of adversity and that trust process mark is really important and so if you're working with doctors and trainers who you believe in and know what they're doing you're honest with them about how you're handling it and trusting that you're going to get better and if it's not getting better, you talk about it, you share it. You know, one of the key things is communication. So for your son, when, he, when, when he's questioning things or he's not sure about things, ask questions. Don't be scared to talk. And that really bit makes a big difference when you're working with a trainer or a rehab specialist because they'll help you with your confidence in that doubt. Has your son done that? 
Um, yeah, he's in physical therapy. Um, you know, it was a meniscus, and they were able to fix it uh, orthoscopically, and and uh, it all looks good. But I, I just, you know, I went through an injury when I was in college, and uh, I never was the same. And um, I had a hard time. Uh, you know, I had a lot of confidence, and and I had the want to, but sometimes your body just doesn't let you do what you you could do before, and uh, I had a hard time with it. Well, it, it is it is difficult to come back, and your body sometimes won't let you do the same things. But then you can make adjustments and do other things, and that's part of that's part of how you have to overcome that. I mean, obviously, if you before you're injured, you're you're healthy. Then when you get injured, you've got to be able to deal with that. But what I what I have found with many many athletes, and I remember years ago, I was the team psychologist with the Kansas City Comets indoor soccer team back in the '80s in Kansas City, and indoor soccer is a very physical sport. Guys were tearing up their knees and their ankles all the time. And we got a guy in a trade from Chicago. His name was Pato Marhetic. And Pato came here with both knees uh, surgically rehabbed. And he was working on that. And I remember when he came back to play his first game. I mean, he'd been training for six months. And his first game, he had some doubt before he went on the field that night. I remember we sat and talked about it with with Doug Wiesner and Craig Kloss, the trainers. The three of us sat down with him and talked about it. He'd been training hard. He'd been feeling good. He said, well, you know, I'm a little scared. I said, hey, it's okay to be scared. You haven't been out there in a game. He went out and played great, scored a couple goals, and he went on from there. So he knew in his mind he was ready to go, but that question, that doubt, you know, that what if, because he hadn't been out there for a while, was there. So it just takes a little time. Gradually get, let, have your son just get himself back into it, build his confidence, build his, support, build his mental confidence up, and I'm sure he'll get better. Awesome. Thank you for your time. Okay, well, good luck. Good luck to your son, and good luck to you. Appreciate the call. You know, every week I try to bring up a topic that I think will be worthwhile to discuss. And here we are getting people calling in with these different questions. We just had Mitch Morse, the Center for the Kansas City Chiefs, call in. About mindset, about belief, about the ability to overcome adversity. And here's, here's a young man who had a concussion earlier this year and has come back and played and playing well. Obviously, the team's going to be playing in the AFC Championship game. The importance of psychological mindsets is just as important as the physical. And when you get the physical training done, when you've done the, the training and you've worked through the fundamentals, it comes down to that belief. You have, it comes down to what's inside you mentally that's going to allow you to overcome that situation. In my 38 years of work, I've, I've, I've experienced a lot of things. I've seen a lot of things. Whether it was watching our cycling team in the 84 win nine medals in the Olympics after winning none for 72 years. And why did that happen? Because they believed in so many things. I mean, it also helped the East Germans and Russians weren't here because they boycotted the Olympics, but we would have won a bunch of medals anyway. Because mentally, our team was so focused and ready to compete. I've watched athletes win championships. I've watched teams win championships. And I listen to interviews after teams win and after teams lose. And what does it come down to? You see a difference many, many times in the mindset that the team that succeeds has over the team that fails. The team that succeeds has this ability to deal with a negative situation and not let it overcome them, it challenges them. A negative situation of failure 
in the game, in the competition, becomes a motivator, a challenge to be more focused, to play harder, to get within yourself even more. Whereas the athlete or team that falls apart lets that negative situation destroy them. And to me, that's where preparation comes in. If you really take the time to prepare mentally, take the time to mentally prepare for all the situations that can come up, you'll have been there in your mind. I talk so much on this show about visualization, about picturing yourself in situations before you're there. Researchers found more and more that when athletes visualize and see themselves in their situations before they're there, they have an 80 to 90% greater chance of succeeding than teams that don't and individuals that don't. When I started getting into sports psychology in 1977 in grad school, nobody really heard of that before. And it becomes part, it becomes part of what I work with everybody on. Visualizing, picturing yourself in a situation before you're there. See it, feel it, experience it mentally, physically, psychologically, emotionally. Experience failure, experience success. How are you going to move on? If you miss a, shoot an air ball, get the rebound. Steal the ball in the next play. Don't get down on yourself. If you strike out, come back in the next at bat with a a good mindset. If you drop a pass, catch the next one. Focus on believing. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every week. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. And we talk about the mental side of sports on this show. I hope you enjoy what we get into here. And I'd love to hear from you. There are a lot of ways you can reach me. First of all, our shows are podcasted here at Sports Radio 810 WHB, as well as on my website, which is winnersunlimited.com. You can send me an email at drj at winnersunlimited.com. You can get me at my office at 816-561-5556. You can follow me on Twitter at at drjsportspsych, at drjsportpsych. I love doing this show. I love taking your calls. I look forward to talking with you next week. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Sports Psychology Hour. For more information, go to winnersunlimited.com. Are you an athlete, competitor, or ordinary individual who wants to learn how to relax, build confidence, and think more positively? Then the 20 Minutes to Success series of digital downloads and audio CDs from sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs are perfect for you. 20 Minutes to Success will teach you techniques to help you succeed. Dr. Jacobs covers topics like deep breathing for better focus, confidence building, and positive visualization. The 20 Minutes to Success series includes programs for individual sports like swimming, running, tennis, and baseball. You can also target overall athletic performance or relaxation. For more information and to get 20 minutes to success on digital download or CD, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time, to get 20 minutes to success, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. 
My daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't have even bothered to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were, we were small, just a few of us, but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans, but in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now, before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council.